Shulchan Arachadav, we're going to begin learning the halachas of Svira Sa'imer. This is in Simen Tav Peites, section 489. Seder Tfilas, Leil Sheni Shapesach, or Svira Sa'imer, Avoy Lametzi, from the order of the prayers on the second night of Pesach, the counting of the Oymer. There are 30 halachas. Halacha Aleph 1. Mitzvah Asi Minatoiro, Shiyisper Kolach and Misrael, Shiva Shavuais, Yamim, it is a positive scriptural commandment for every Jew to count the days of seven weeks from the day the Oimer offering was brought. How do we know? What is the source for this mitzvah of counting the Aymer? The Pasuk says, it's written in Vayikra, Perek Chav Gimel Pasuk Tezvav, chapter 23, verse 15. This is in the portion of Emer. And you shall count for yourselves from the day following the Shabbos, from the day that the Aymer that was waived was brought. And more specifically, we actually start counting the Aymer from the night in which the barley to be used for the Aymer offering was harvested. And the verse continues, Shabbat Shabbat they shall be seven complete weeks. And it is written, and this is a Pasuk in Dvarim, Perek Tes Zayin, Pasuk Tes, chapter 16, verse 9, in the book of Deuteronomy, it says there, Shiva Shavuais Tisperlach, you shall count for yourself seven weeks. Now based on these verses, So, the rabbis debated, based on these verses, the nature of the obligation stemming from the commandment, you shall count this parloch. Is the intent that the counting be done by the court, as is the case, as is true regarding the jubilee year, the yovel year, concerning which it is, it is the court that counts seven sets of sabbatical years and sanctifies the 50th year as the jubilee? So in resolution, the Torah states, And you shall count for yourselves, i.e., that every individual should count. Now, in a Sicha, as well as in several of the Rebbe's letters, the Rebbe derives a concept of contemporary relevance from this principle. Since, as we learned in this halach, counting the Oymer is an individual matter, so when an individual crosses the international dateline during the seven-week period comprising the counting of the Emer, he must continue counting the Emer according to the way that he started counting, rather than adjust his counting to the local counting, even though this means his count of the Emer will be one day off from that counted by the local populace. Moreover, since the celebration of the Yom Tev of Shavuos, does not have a fixed date on the calendar, rather is dependent on the counting of the Oymer, such a person must celebrate Shavuos on a different day than the local populace does. 
Okay, and later on in section 494, it uh, discusses what a person who's in this situation should actually do. Okay, continuing the halachom. Neither the congregation nor the shleach tzibur can count for all the people. Even if one person directs another to count for him and appoints the other person as his agent. To do so, the person who gave the directive does not fulfill his obligation unless he listens to that person count. However, if a person listened to that other person count, and A, the listener had the intent of fulfilling his obligation by hearing this counting. And B, the other person who was counting had the intent that the listener fulfill his obligation. So in that case, the listener fulfills his obligation according to scriptural law. The reason is that one who listens is equivalent to one who speaks. Provided he listens to the desired content from one who is obligated in this mitzvah. Okay, now, as an initial preference, it is fundamentally necessary that both the person fulfilling the mitzvah and the listener share the intent that the listener will fulfill his obligation to count the emmer by listening to the person who's actually counting. Nonetheless, after the fact, this principle applies only according to those authorities who maintain that the intent to perform a mitzvah is imperative to its fulfillment. This concludes today's share.